Welcome to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, a show dedicated to helping you find enrichment for the other 23 hours of your day outside of the gym. Here's your hosts, Jason, Dave, and Corian. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning. It's actually afternoon. Good afternoon. Or I suppose if you're listening to this in the morning, it's still morning. Oh boy. So technical. Anchored at Harbor Park. I'm your co-host, Jason. Coach Dave. Coach Corian. And this is episode 30. Oh, the boy. Big, the big dirty 30. Um, what are we talking about today? We're talking about, um, well, we just had our, our shipwreck competition last weekend. Or two days ago, um, this past weekend. Um, and we're going to kind of just give our thoughts on um, like post-competition wrap-up and mindset moving forward from it. Um, I th- we did this after the spring one, too. Mm-hmm. I love this. I and love I, talking about our comps. How um, any athletes who competed can use it for their advantage to get better, all that good stuff. So one of the biggest things I think all of us were surprised about for this comp is we, we get that our community is growing. A lot more people are getting outside of that comfort zone and trying new things. But this competition was supposed to be just in-house. We didn't really advertise for it. We just wanted to do it, wanted to put it on for our members and give them a, a place that they could feel comfortable getting outside that comfort zone. And it kind of just blew up. It was fun. It was fun to have so many people from... Um, different areas, and we had a guy from Canada. Ernie. Yeah. Young kid, super, super pumped and really humble and nice kid. So I don't know about you guys, but I really enjoyed that. Yeah, we had some really cool workouts. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a speed ladder in just a little competition like ours. You know, you see them in regionals in the games, but... um, not at just any local gym competition, which is really cool. Yeah, I think we we took off of last year. Last year we did the we tried to do the speed ladder with the snatch, um, and I think a lot of people are intimidated by the snatch. So I think that just didn't go over as well, even though it's a cool movement. Some people really just don't enjoy the snatch. Well, it's so technical. It is. So when you're moving fast um, and going through that at heavy weights, it's like ugh. Whereas the clean and jerk, um, yeah, I just think. A lot of people were excited about that. Yeah. One. It was really cool to watch. And the snatch was more about max weight, where the right. clean, clean and jerk was moving fast versus max Multiple weight. reps, trying to get through it as fast as you can. I think a little, some people... A little different dynamic. Some people were telling me, Coach Blair in particular, wanted that one to be a little heavier. And I told him, <laughs> I was like, dude, when you're doing this at multiple reps, it's going to get heavy. Like, I mean, it got heavy. And if you think five, four, three, two, one on those reps... You know, yeah, it's it, it just taxing, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, he was because he was like 245 for the heaviest isn't that heavy. I'm like, uh, after you've done 54321, it is very heavy. <laughs> I think, um, though, even that, like those weights for some people were very um, over their, their max or maybe what they're normally comfortable with. So, I think that everybody did a really good job, really focused on just having fun with it. And just doing their best. So that was good. I really enjoyed seeing that. Um, same with the sandbags. 
you know, there were so many people that were like, I've never played with a sandbag before, or I've never, you know, had to do squats with that before and throw it over my shoulders. So, so watching them in both of those workouts was a lot of fun. Yeah, just an odd object that a lot of people don't play with, but super relevant to real life. I mean, it's awkward and hard to hold, which is, you know, true for most things in life. Yeah. Most things aren't shaped like a nice barbell or dumbbell. They're weird to hold and hard to pick up. Yeah, so let's talk about, like, the mental challenge of looking at those barbells in that speed ladder and not being intimidated to push through it. I think a lot of members stood out to me in that. Um, like Corian said, it was a couple people's max or right at the, around their max, like Coach Kevin. I think that's, like, the last bar that he did was 185, I think. Or 195. And the f- 185 in the, in the, in the first, first one. round. And like he struggled with it, but he got it up and he was basically saying that I think it was like five pounds less than his, his most he's ever done. And he said it felt really good, but it, what got him over the hump was hearing the cheering for him, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of propelled him to get that lift. Um, Corey Kohler, I know, was, was pushing through some of those as well. And he was really happy that he got to that last bar because he was worried about that. And then Rebecca Kishline. I know it was, and we all saw her post. Mm-hmm. She was, she tried, I think, three or four times. Um, was really getting frustrated with herself. She said that she got in her head today. I spoke to her because we did her video, and she said that when she lined up, she didn't realize that this was an out of box competition. So she got here and she's like, I don't recognize these people. And then realized that, oh my gosh, this is a, this is open to everybody, and then got in her head with it. So then she's like, well, I just don't want to look stupid. So she was so worried about being last, and she said that she got in her own head and started focusing on that. And, oh, my gosh, people are passing me in the speed ladder. And then she's like, okay, I just have to get through that last bar. Um, so she gets to the bar. She said she's the first one of that last bar. So, she, so she's like, okay, cool. Now I can, no one can be watching me. So and then she started messing up with the lift. And then everybody finished, and she said she almost gave up, but then she heard, uh, I think she referenced you, Jason, after she missed it three times. She said that she just heard a calm voice say, Rebecca, take a second before you hit this lift and think about it. And then she said that was the calming voice that like reassured her that everything was okay. And then um, she hit the lift. And she said when she hit that lift, she was so excited because she actually made it, which is well over her max that she's ever done. And then the crowd started cheering for her. And that's when she was like, I'm going to push this overhead. And she did. And she said mm-hmm. that was probably like the defining moment. She loved it because of the energy. I love the energies at the comps, like you said. They're so much fun. Everybody's cheering everybody on. I think in every one of the workouts and every one of the heats, you know, people are going out there and they're they're pushing for their friends to, to get done with it. And we talk about this all the time. The camaraderie in CrossFit is unlike any other sport you'd ever be a part of. Honestly, I, I had not really experienced cheering like we had. I've been to a lot of competitions and most, I don't know if it's how we had the floor set up that like, it was really clear to see like who was about to finish and and like who needed help, but um, yeah, I felt like there's a lot more crowd cheering than normal. Yeah, the crowd cheering was that was pretty cool, especially like the clean and jerk ladder. I think was just super exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think like you said, sometimes you go to a comp and you're just like you're watching them and you're like, I don't know who's in the lead. You, you right. know what I mean? You're like you don't see it, but there was clear defined like. You could tell this by the clean and jerk ladder when they were advancing bars who's in the lead. Right. So it was just that cool atmosphere. And then the final, like final, the cheering during on the that. lunges, people got loud. 
that was um, super loud with that, especially when we had a couple people like coming up on each yeah. other and, and female RX. And, and even the last few minutes of the box step ups. Oh yeah, yeah that got loud. Yeah, that was awesome. Was cool. I want to say that from a different perspective of mindset, the two people who got no repped on their clean and jerk that didn't let it get bought let it bother them it was Maggie and then a gentleman too so the rep was you had to obviously get it overhead and then you had to guide the bar down in front of you and then step over it to the finish line and both of them dropped the bar behind them and just dumped it Mm -hmm. and again that's a tough weight for a lot of people at the final and a lot of times you see in comps or even in just sports in general people miss like a big thing or they do something silly that they didn't think about Um, they'll get frustrated and then they'll keep missing it and both of them are just like oh my bad let me go back and try that again you know and I just really liked that I really like seeing people are like okay I'm not frustrated at that anybody else that was me that was my mistake and then I'll fix it yeah I really like seeing all of the Harvard Park people we had Krishana out there doing her first comp and I know that uh, she had a rough summer with all the stuff she had to do with her kids but she still competed it was funny she, she wasn't happy with how she finished in the ladder but I told her like you know you didn't go as fast as other ladies but you took your time and every rep looked really really good right and, I, and honestly I care more about that she, yeah right she was happy about so we've that. talked about people rushing through some reps and hurting themselves in a comp- just because it's a competition mm-hmm. but then we had um we had we talk about the sandbags and like you said that it's a movement that that isn't practiced often so like some of our gym members it's first they just got to practice with the sandbags right around september 15th because we didn't have them before mm-hmm. we had maybe one um and so it was just a weird awkward movement to clean that the sandbag and some people you know could crush you and i know that uh watching some of the people practicing here like Nick Lamar and all that, and I told him, I was like, make sure you're getting that depth on that squat, because that 150 is super awkward to hold in a bear hug and squat below parallel, but he, everyone did. I was super su- surprised at how quickly people were finishing those squats and then getting right back on the run. It was pretty cool. And I think a lot of that, yeah, a lot of that comes from the adrenaline, the crowd cheering, um, you know, everybody being out there, being supportive, you know, that makes a big difference than when you're practicing your gym by yourself and mm-hmm. hanging out. Right. Um, and then somebody who wasn't in, isn't a gym member, it was that Tesla Blanc who won um, the UR um, Effort Award, Pure Effort Award. So she took last in the, in the, in the competition for um, competitor ladies. But I spoke to her before the competition. She came in on Thursday because she was so worried about the sandbags. They don't have sandbags at her gym. I think the, the heaviest they have is 50 pound. So... Um, she never got to play with him, so she came in. She said, hey, she sent us a message. Can I come in, schedule a time to come in and do it? So we, Dusty and I worked with her when she came in. She was really scared about it. Um, she did not have the technique down, didn't know how to lift those bags, and then we worked with her and said, here, this is how you have to pick up the bag. Did it a couple of times, was super scared because she was like, it's so heavy, and I'm like, don't worry about it. Get out of your head. The bag was bigger than her. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was like, don't worry about it. The, the adrenaline the crowd noise you're going to have that going for you that day so like don't worry about that but just remember that you've picked it up three times you've cleaned it and you squatted it and you were fine so go into that um, with mentality that you've already picked it up so you know that 
and then watching some of the videos that people took. And then I know that she actually got through the cleans, was on the run, came back. I think there was a minute left. And then she picks that bag up and I think squatted it four times. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like whenever we host a competition or go to competitions with our members, like, just, like, reinvigorates me and, like, gets me all pumped for everything that they do all over again. I think for a lot of people, like, you, I know, like, even the equipment crew was super pumped. Yeah. I mean, they did an awesome job. Uh, let's give them a shout-out. Coach Jared ran that perfectly, and then... They were on point, like judges the whole day. Judges were awesome. Judges were awesome. Yep. Everybody that helped. So big, big shout out to everybody that volunteered and came out for support. And um, a lot of things ran very smoothly, and that is all thanks to them. So mm-hmm. should we kind of talk about what these athletes can do after the comp to like use it to improve or as like yeah. a mindset? Yeah, for board to go forward. Yeah. So our next one's probably going to be in April. Obviously, we have the Open coming up before that. And then there's other locals. I know that some people are going to be competing in October and November. Girls Gone RX. The funny thing is, so there is um, a group that already has a team of three for the Girls Gone RX. Michelle Laquia, um, Jamie Thomas, and who was their third? Um, gosh, I know. Um, but Amy. Amy Rendon. Amy. And then now competing on Saturday a couple of the girls were like oh now we're really excited so they made another team like Jody Muslin and um, I think Krishana and somebody else they all made a team too so they're now they're like okay we feel comfortable we're happy we did better than we expected so they're they're ready to go out and try some more stuff so that's one of the things that the we're hoping that our comp gives you is that getting over that initial fear and uncertainty of the unknown so that you can keep going out and trying new things. And I think the one thing that competition does do for you is it tells you maybe where you're lacking or what you need to improve on. And I think that's kind of a big thing is Mm -hmm. you don't really know. Like sometimes you can sit there and think like it's the humbling experience in the gym. I'm pretty good. I can beat most people on the wad. But like it's different when you're in a competition because that's there's fear there there's an uncomfortableness like you don't know and you're just it's just that sphere like I said and like going into that type of setting you really know like your true self and then you can build off of that yeah I think it's a big thing is is being able to detach from it kind of emotionally and like being open and honest like how did this go like Jason said with Krishana like yeah you might have not moved as fast but the reps were beautiful and so then therefore she's not going to hurt herself she's going to be able to continue to train and then when the weights get super heavy she has that good movement to fall back on and that's going to help her Um, so that was a good takeaway but taking away like anything like okay my cardio is not as well as I thought it was going to be. So like Dave said, maybe working on that or, you know, maybe I need to readjust like how I recover between my workouts. I already had one of my one-on-one clients. She texted me about it and we were talking about how she felt and, um, you know, she's been struggling a little bit with her nutrition plan and like staying on point, but she said that the comp really helped her like really dial it in and she's working on upping her protein that we need for her to help build that muscle so she can get stronger. So, um, that's completely different of like getting here, working out, like so that mindset of where everywhere can she improve 
um, is really necessary. Right. And I also think like sometimes as a mindset thing, get a lot of our, we get in our heads too and let other people get you out of your game plan. Oh yeah. Um, so I had, I had Nick Lamar, obviously he was texting me the night before, a little nervous. And that's what I kept reminding him was I was like, just go out and do your, your best for you and just stay in your game, stay with your game plan. Don't let you know, Kevin, because he was really concerned about Kevin Barnes and the sandbag run workout. Oh, that's his wheelhouse. Yeah, and I told him, I was like, don't try to keep up with Kevin. You're going to try, and that's going to be, you know, that'll get you out of your comfort zone. So as he was running by me at the first cone, I was like, just just keep moving, keep one foot. Don't let Kevin, because Kevin, I think, was already coming back on the run, so I could tell, like, Nick's Nick wanted face, to pick it up. Nick's face was like, shoot. <laughs> but I was like, just, you know, stick with your game plan. You, you've got this, and then... He said he did. He said, you know, he, but he knows that that was not it's cardio. That's he's he can lift heavy weights, but he can't run and keep up with Kevin. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people can keep up with Kevin when he runs. To be honest, no, Kevin's pretty fast. But I think even the people in the final, if you think about the guys who went in the final or the mm-hmm. ladies, like those are some tough movements. And I think even those people who even won the competition that tested their limits and their gymnastics, so they still have room to improve, even though they won it. I always so what I like to do is I, I like to go, whether it's for myself or with an athlete, is go workout by workout and figure out what was the biggest limiting factor of each workout. So the first one would be the speed clean ladder. You know, maybe it was they went too fast and they got out of breath and lost the mechanics right away. Maybe they just weren't strong enough. Maybe they got in their own head. So one of those three things write it down whatever one was the biggest limiting factor the second one maybe it was you know the run was too hard for them or they weren't strong enough so you know maybe it's strength they have to work on or the third one maybe like the road just killed them and they had nothing left um so what i like to do is list the biggest weakness of each workout see if there's any correlation anything that we can take away um and then you know those are like the biggest weaknesses, the things that have the lowest hanging fruit, things that if you improve, you're going to get better the most overall. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot too because I think what happens, and we hear this all the time, people go to a comp and they're like, I got to start training five times a day and I got to um, get stronger and get faster and I need to eat right and I need to work on my gymnastics. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not going to be able to fit that all in a day. And in, a, in about a week, max two, you're going to be very overwhelmed mm-hmm. and very tired. So really good um, points, Jason, to just like bring it down, like hone it in. What is the biggest thing that's going to help you improve? Like just one or two things and then work on that and then reassess and keep doing that. Yeah. I like it. Just like, um, like I know Gabby was a little upset with herself because she kept getting no wrapped on those um, knees to elbows. And I was like, you know, I think that was what maybe made her take fourth mm-hmm. because she didn't have them. Um, but she had chest to bar and she mm-hmm. does toes to bar. You know, but I'm like, you just, you don't practice those. And when you do scale it down, you only do the, the leg raises, you know, so that, like, knees to elbows are hard. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Sometimes I think knees to elbows are harder than toes to bar yeah, because it's like a, a weird, crunch. yeah, you have to um, split at the knees and like toes to bar, you get to keep your feet together and use that momentum. Granted, I, I do think the leg, straight leg raises are better movement yes. for 
yeah. for an everyday workout, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for competition-wise, I think a lot of you know competitions do throw those leg hanging leg raises, and really, it's just how fast can you move? Right. They're not really fatiguing you, whereas knees to elbows can fatigue your. I've core. said this all the time. It would be awesome to see like an RX or a competitors division or elite division have all like base movements that people don't practice anymore. Single unders and sit ups and you know, like you said, knees to elbows or you know stuff like that because it's like they we. We think that we have them and that they're the base of our more complex movements, but absolutely you start you you stop programming them and you stop doing them and then you forget how to do them. Yep. I'm terrible at single enders. Yeah, look what they did in the games. Yeah. Started doing that with the heavy jump rope and all that. It messes people up because it's like, well, I don't practice those. Or when they introduce dumbbells. Right? Yeah. We didn't absolutely we were all like scared and I remember when he first threw dumbbells into the open, I was, it crushed me. And then this past open, because it was in again, wasn't as bad. And now because we're doing them every, almost once a week with Coach Blair, um, dumbbells aren't a weakness anymore. And it's cool because it's, you get the dumbbells, you get the kettlebells, and you get the barbells now. Yeah. Anything else we got to talk about about the comp? It's a little chilly this time. I think this is the chilliest comp we've ever had. Yeah, it was nice though. Sun was out. Yeah, that helped a little bit. Yeah, I just, you know, every, I think everything about it, I, I loved it. All our, our volunteers, thank you. Everybody who helped out, everybody who gave their day to help make sure that that comp was awesome. And then the people who came out to even just, I know Michelle Aquia showed up just to cheer people on. And the other, there was other people here that just came to show support for Harbor Park athletes. Thank you. And, and other gyms. And, yeah. Um, thank you to... Blackstar and Live Sore and you are for coming out, having booths. Oh my god, those banger rings. That was like the best thing in the world. Yep, I reached out to him. I was like, when are you selling those? Blech. So he said, uh, end of October. I need like an entire case to myself. End of October, those Every banger day. rings will be. Mm-hmm. He said, we're the first gym to probably get them. Yay! All right, guys, well, great job. It was awesome watching you this past week. And uh, thank you to all of our volunteers and our um, vendors who have donated all of our gifts. Until next year. We'll do it again. (laughs) Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Adios. Thanks for listening to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit. If you would like further information about our programs, visit www.harborparkcrossfit.com. We hope you'll tune in next time.